Hello everybody and welcome back to Salted Hash. I'm your host Steve Reagan and today we're going to be looking at a fishing attack that's a bit of a hybrid. So stay with me and we'll be right back. Welcome back. Like I said, we're going to be looking at a bit of a hybrid attack. And what I mean by that is this particular uh, phishing attempt started by pretending to be Dropbox. So here's the email. And look, it was sent to me directly. This came to one of my phishing, uh, my little spam traps. And I use it to actually catch phishing emails so I can find kits easier. But what's interesting is they targeted me directly. So that got my attention, but what really stood out to me isn't what you see here. So let's break down this message real quick. It's a standard Dropbox message. Um, you may or may not know Ted here. See, the criminals behind these attacks, once they take over somebody's email account, they will actually send the same phishing message to everybody in your address, address book. So it's entirely possible you know Ted. Maybe, maybe not. Now, in this instance, I didn't know Ted. But everything else on the outset, we got a nice little document here. We got the Dropbox logo, the emails formatted. It looks legit. But this email, what you see here, this is not what I saw. I saw this. And if you look here, I get all of my messages in plain text. So whenever somebody sends me a bunch of HTML, it stands out like this. All the links, I can see everything clearly. So the first thing I saw was this is an HTTP website trying to pretend to be HTTPS. Well, that's amusing. So I clicked the link and it brought me here. Let me make this bigger for you. As I said, an HTTP website pretending to be HTTPS. Here is the actual domain. That's the criminal's domain. It's trying to pretend that it's Microsoft. Even looks like Microsoft. This is not Dropbox. If you were going to Dropbox and you weren't logged in, you should see the Dropbox login page, not Office. But like I said, my curiosity was piqued. So let's play with the kit for a little bit. Let's give it a password. And of course, once you give it the password and hit sign in, the criminal gets your details. The minute you hit sign in after putting a password in, an email is generated for the criminal that gives them your username and your password. You're compromised. Now this kit will actually ask you to reconfirm your password. It'll say it doesn't recognize you. So the criminal's gonna get two emails with your username and password. That way if you made a typo, he can have two different passwords to play with here. So once you put in all this information, it forwards you off to the actual legitimate Microsoft website. But a couple of days after all of this happened, when I took these screenshots, I got this, a second email. Now the domain is different, but the format of the email itself is the same. It's a Dropbox email. It's offering me a PDF this time. It's from a different person. Again, just because I don't recognize this name doesn't mean that any other victim might not because the criminals do target address books. And of course, this is the view I had. So again, it's pretending to be you know, an HTTPS website, only it's actually HTTP. And like I said, the, the domain itself had changed, but everything in this kit is exactly the same. So let's look at that kit. And I have it right here. You see, the criminals behind this attack aren't very smart. They leave the actual copy of the kit 
on the website that they've compromised in order to you know make changes and everything. What happens is they FTP it up, unzip it, Bob's your uncle, there's your kit. However, if they don't delete that zip file, guys like me can come along and find it. And when I find it, I get to break it down like this. So here's the kit. Let's give it a password. Just some random numbers because it really doesn't matter. Oh, it doesn't recognize me. And, oh, look, it's connecting me to my account. Yay, it's happening. It's happening. Not really. Oh, there's nothing to worry about. And here I thought I was looking at a phishing kit. Again, this is what happens after the kit's been redirected. And, of course, it'll drop you off right on Microsoft's actual website. There you go. It's done. That's the, that's the whole attack. You know, it starts with the email. And, again, this email, what they're counting on here when you see it is your familiarity with Dropbox and Office. You see, if you've ever received a Dropbox email, this message is likely going to entice you, even if you don't know the person. But if you actually did know the person, you're really going to be curious, and you're probably going to click on that. So you get dropped off to the regular page, and this is what the criminal sees. Again, you know, it's got my email address, it's got my password, it's got my IP data, my browser stuff. It's got all the basic information about me, but the key here is the email and the password. That's what the criminal really wants. You know, a lot of this stuff, imagine if they got really lucky and 100 people hit that kit. The IP address is how they can keep track of everybody and of course the email address as well. But that's it. That's the attack itself. This is a very basic kit and for administrators, if you'd like to see how you could detect some of this stuff, stick around. For those of you that are done and you just wanted to see how the kit played, well, thanks for hanging out. It was good seeing you. And uh, we'll be back next week. So, ta-ta. All right, if you've stuck around this far, you probably want to see the back end of the kit. Don't blame you. Some of this stuff gets pretty interesting. When it's on the web server itself, it's literally going to look like this. You got some randomly named files, your robots.txt, HT access, basic stuff, very basic stuff. The code itself is also really stripped down. And the thing is, it doesn't have to be complex or pretty to work. If it works, that's all the criminal needs. So you've got your basic security system. If you try to hit submit PHP with directly, what you're going to get is a fake 403 error. So for those of you who monitor the contents of the files on your web server, if you ever see somebody generating 403 files on the fly, that's something to investigate. Also, the guy who creates this phishing kit goes by Groot. He tags everything. They always tag themselves. So when you find these tags, again, you want to you wanna pay attention to that file and investigate it. Also, if your website's not dedicated to Office 365, when your files start mentioning them for some random reason, investigate it. Look into it. You know, it, it takes a few seconds to open up the source code of a file and see if it's a phishing kit or not. The same can go for, you know, inner password. Very common to include things like blocker.php. So when you see that and you know you're not using it, go ahead and, and check it out. And of course, error messages that talk about passwords. Again, you know your website and the code you've put up there. So if your users aren't supposed to be doing that and you, your scans point these out, look at those files. Pay close attention to them. 
Blocker.php is a in itself a very basic security. It's just checking arrays. So if the IP address of the visitor falls with any of these ranges, it's likely they're a security company or a known researcher. So they get directed to a 404 page that's created on the fly. And again, this is not advanced stuff. Even the robot's text is basically just generated from a, a website that creates them for you. And it's just blocking all the bots. So if your robots.txt on your website is anything that looks like this, it's probably not your robots.txt anymore. Same for HT Access. Right here, we're just seeing a list of known IP addresses for security companies and researchers. And yeah, it's got some notes we can read, but for the most part, standard stuff that gets copied between kits. So when you start seeing stuff like this, it's really easy to know that there's something wrong and you can investigate it. Spend five minutes of your day to check it out. Now, the other hand is to also monitor the directories on your web server so you know when files are added or created. You know, if you've got a web server and let's say you have a four or five directories and maybe 10 or 15 basic files that run your website, well, if you notice five more files have been added, that shouldn't happen, right? So you'd want to check that out. And there, there are lots of ways to, to monitor what's inside your files and what's going on in your directories. And it's worth investigating what, which option best fits your workflow there at the office or even at home. But that's been the back end of the kit. Um, like I said, this is a very basic phishing kit. It's not the most advanced thing in the world, but it's effective and that's why it's a problem. If you have any questions, feel free to reach out to me on Twitter. I'm Steve D3. And again, um, this has been a, a very brief look at a hybrid phishing attack. So I'll see you next time and thanks for watching. Ta-ta. Yeah.